Hey folks, Jeff Saltzman here and welcome to The Daily Evolver and to my ongoing discussion on the state of the world with Ankur Delight, the host of 10,000 Heroes podcast. And uh, yeah, so here we are, Ankur. Say hello. Good to see you. Hey, everybody. Hey, Jeff. So I, at the risk of uh, disappointing you, this is um, I'm working with my own need for praise and approval here. I, I looked at the news this morning and I just couldn't find anything interesting. And that's, you know, really? yeah, but I do have an idea for us. And okay. it's, it's kind of funny because it came from an ad. So I'm looking at this newspaper thing online <laughs> and there was an <laughs> okay. ad and it was like four women are brave enough to confront death or retell their story about death. It was some kind of ad for like funeral planning or something, but it, but it worked and that it engaged me more than any of the articles. And I was like, yeah, I want to talk about death. Okay. Yeah. And I have these two friends who are death doulas. Are you familiar with that concept? I am indeed. The okay. people that help usher you into the, out of this world, you might say. Yeah, ex exactly. And I think they, there's a variety of ways that death doulas work. You know, one of them is kind of the legal aspect, like advanced directives and your will. Another one is maybe just like being at your bedside and holding your hand as you die. Another one might be just talking to you about, hey, in our society, we don't talk about death. Like, let's talk about it and, and go from this, uh, this fantasy idea of like, well, if I'm going to die, this is what's going to happen to, to a real like acceptance of like, when I die, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> so I just wanted to maybe get a rundown from you on the different stages, you know, that we like to talk about here from the purple to the red, to the traditional, to the orange, modern, to the, to the green and see like, what is the attitude towards death in each of those stages? And what does it look like to have a teal or integral version of death? Mm -hmm. that, that, that was my concept for today. Yeah, right on. Boy, that's an easy question. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, it's the um, death is something that is reserved to humans, at least the self-understanding of it. And that is, the, in some ways, the thing that kicks it off human consciousness and self-consciousness, where you begin to see yourself as something unembedded in nature, something separate from nature. Uh, my dogs don't worry about death, at least not even anywhere near the way that I do, or human beings do. So um, human beings wake up to this idea that I'm going to die, and it's a very cruel realization, actually. And, it, and it's been a preoccupation of humans ever since. Um, it's you know, the existential dilemma of being human, of existence. And so, um, you know, I'm not sure that it didn't come on slowly in a way, uh, that, that there was, uh, I think, in early indigenous times, the, uh, uh, the, the veil between uh, eternity and one's separate self and the and, and you know the internal and uh, uh, just uh, the, the the world that is beyond, I think that veil was thinner, mm -hmm. and and w you know we start by uh, being 
Well, the first religion is basically nature religion, some sort of a, uh, the nature spirits, the wind, you know, the brother moon, the, you know, that feeling of being family with nature and also being under attack. You know, nature is kind of brutal. And so human beings are always trying to survive it. And that's the bulk of human religion right there. And, um, and then to the degrees that we develop culture and we start putting things together and seeing people die and then to begin the burial rites and, um, you know, the tribal life where there's a real, um, you know, liquid common space. Then, you know, it's something like this. It's something like the ancestors are still with us. They're still alive. And so we, you know, have ancestor worship, if you want to call it that. Nature, nature worship never goes away. Uh, and then we begin, you know, to develop more complex ideas of spirits and, and gods, and um, we can name them and we can begin to tell stories about them and explain why it is that we wake up in this world where we know we're going to die. You know, why is that? Is it because the she-wolf um, nursed us after our mother abandoned us? Or, you know, whatever it is. There's all these stories about, you know, if it's, it's one way or the other, we fucked up. <laughs> you know, uh, we've been disobedient. That really begins to form as we move into, um, well, first, we then we move into these sort of complex, we call this the red stage, the warrior stage, even into um, Greek and Roman where gods are superheroes, basically. It's very much, you go to a Marvel or DC, uh, co you know, comic book movie, uh, that's what it is. These are people with superpowers. They're still very human. They're capricious. They're getting married. They're cheating on each other. They're having consequences. They're having this whole world, but it's rarefied. And, and it's something that we can commune with and, you know, beg forbearance from and ask for good luck. And, you know, that preoccupied humanity through a lot of, you know, early complexity, if you think about, uh, you know, Greece and Rome and, and, you know, that stage. And then we move into the stage of a, the transcendent God, which is um, a way of, um, it, first of all, it allows for more complex society, uh, which is what humans are always trying to do. And... Um, and so that there's a separation between heaven and earth. And our job is to be obedient and to serve this transcendent God or nirvana. It could be an impersonal God. It's just the, the emptiness or, you know, in, in the Eastern religions, it's not uh, theistic as much as it's non-theistic, you might say. But still, if we live a good life and we conform to the rules, um, we'll, we'll be saved. And Encore, it's, it's, it's more and more impressive to me as I read histories and cultures and memoirs and so forth, just how much that was, I mean, that, how that was the water people swam in was God, meaning dripping everywhere. Everything mattered, you know. And then we have this transcendent God who can see what you're thinking and what you're doing. You know, you could hide from the super gods. But not yeah. the transcendent. That moment is from like death being a punishment, you know, in the stage before it to like, God, why does this have to happen? Why do we die? What do you know? What do we do wrong? To, oh, there's a way out. 
of the cycle. No. It's a way out. No. It doesn't have to be a punishment. We're going to go to heaven where there's all these like cool virgins, or we're going to not have to be reborn and we're just going to be in like ultimate peace all the time. It, yeah. it, there's, an, there's an opportunity that we invent for ourselves as opposed to a punishment. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, I, I've, I've been steeped in both the Buddhist and mm-hmm. Christian path. I grew up Christian and, 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 and did Buddhist practice for years. Um, they're both great. You know, they both can do the job, but they're, <laughs> in a sense, no match for modernity, which is the next stage, which is where God goes away completely, you know. And this is where the real existential dilemma that we deal with yeah. as temporary humans, uh, where there, there is no afterlife, you know, this, the, 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 all the myths are blown out of the water, and, including Buddhism, actually, in terms of any kind of transcendent dimension of it. We can have Buddhism without that. We can have Christianity sort of without that. Yeah. But that, the, that meaning part's gone. And, you know, therefore the meaning crisis that you hear so much about. Yeah. And dirty is often referred to by social scientists as the age of anxiety. And that's, you know, that the nature of we know we're going to die. You know, there's that great book, The Denial of Death by Ernest Becker, how all of modernity is about building edifices to distract us from this fact, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love I love that. And so let me let me ask another question to kind of bring that into focus from a different side in the tra- here. And here's the, the setup is that in the traditional society, we had a, a person who help, helps us interface with death. And that is yeah. the priest, right? Or the, you know, the. Yeah, the Brahmin, right? Um, and who who is that person in maternity? Well, the you know the hospital bed with the tubes and the monitors. Yeah, and it's like a, it's like the doctor yes. with the really shitty bedside manner that doesn't want yeah. to talk about it. It's like a fully yeah. medicalized reductionist. Like that's what we got in modernity. Yeah, that that's what we got in modernity. Yeah. Now in post modernity, there's a new humanization of that and we get things like hospice and we get the the kind of realization that you and i are talking about right now where that's just not good enough that sterile uh materialistic death that um modernity delivered to us it's like even even though though it's true it's not good enough somehow right no exactly yeah Yeah, we gotta gotta bring some humanity back, back to this even if it's not religious and you know, green or post-modernity isn't religious. It's also as anti-religious as modernity. But at least it's sensitive. That's the sensitive self comes online, where you just don't want to see people abandoned. I mean, it's still gonna, it's still happening. But the idea that people would die these sterile deaths is what well, we want to work on. That we want to do better than that. And I think we are. When I think of you know, the hospice itself, just that, that the whole sort of conscious death movement, doulas, the doulas would exist now. That's a concept back from uh, tribal. Yeah. Um, and so th- that's, I think, forward motion, but it's not uh, giving us meaning in the sense that what was this life about anyway? I'm glad somebody's here holding my hand and God bless these people because that's really super important. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, what's, what happens when the lights go out? We still don't really have an answer for that. Um, and, um, you know, so that's, that's hard. 
Uh, I do think that at Integral, we begin to develop an answer for that. And that is that we're part of this evolutionary process of creating and perfecting a universe. You know, so it turns out that everything we did does matter and did matter. And that maybe there was, we were even in some fashion seen and loved. Uh, and that our life is, this is, this is a stop on our life, that there's, there's something that is, uh, and I, I don't know that this is true, Encore. I'm just saying that evolution and, and this bigger cosmocentric view where you begin to, you know, really appreciate and feel into the fact that there's something arising out of nothing all the time, more arising out of less all the time. It's, well, what is that? You know, why did, uh, you know, atoms form themselves into us in this conversation? Something, there's some, so, so there's something going on here. I can't go back to any kind of mythical explanation of Jehovah or Buddha or any of that kind of stuff. You know, I can see them as art forms. I can see them as portals. I can see them. I can see all that. That's a great thing about Integral. I can see the whole bonanza as various portals. I want to, I want to do the nature spirits. I, I want, um, you know, a, 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 a group of, elders sitting around in Grecian robes who are paying attention. They talk about me all the time. And occasionally I can check in with them and say, what do you think? And they can tell me, you know, I, I want my ancestors to be alive. And there's a couple ancestors, my great grandmother, who I can feel her. And it's just through practice and sort of getting that integral opens these possibilities. I can actually feel her in a way that I never thought I would again, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so, you know, that's, I think that's what's arising now. And that's, that solves the meaning crisis. My, my life has a dignity in and of itself. It's part of a cosmic story. I'm a, you know, infinite being. So, you know, I hope so. And do you, do you, I mean, I know you just said that to me and I know I heard it intellectually. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel it? Yeah, I do. I, I do, and I, I feel it in the way of faith. You know, I can't argue for it in any rational way because it's post-rational. Yeah. So it's, you know, modernity is, um, you know, I can't use modernity. And that's, you see a lot of people who are trying to use reason and logic and so forth to justify these spiritual beliefs. I think it's a fool's errand. Uh, it's, it, 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 de, de, it disenchants. <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, faith is a whole other ballgame. It's like where um, I don't exactly know, you know, it's, 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 it's almost like I choose to have it, but then it's real. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, again, that's not going to pass any test of modernity, but that's the great thing about evolution. I can see that there's stages of development beyond modernity that are real. And, and and I actually at this point feel that modernity is kind of ridiculously arrogant to think that all of human history before them had it wrong. Yeah, and we're the, you know, that how that's, what a, how 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 crazy is that, you know? But that's what modernity thinks. That's what I thought for most of my life for three decades. Oh yeah, you know. 
Uh, they would just think they had this delusion, they had that delusion. They, you know, religion helped because it created common bonds. Therefore, they could do it. It is this whole materialist view of history that I, even when I talk about it, I feel like it creates a vacuum in the center of my chakra structure that has been filled because I start taking history seriously and, and see that there's something yet to come. And that modernity, God bless it, 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 you know, wrung out the black magic, if you will, the, you know, the bad juju and, and, and created reason and logic and this whole new world that we need. We want to keep that too. Uh, but um, not just that. Yeah. Age of anxiety. Um, we don't, it's funny. We we're so swimming in that so basic anxiety that we don't realize it. And then, of course, when you get to <laughs> green post-modernity, it's anxiety plus depression because everything has been de de deconstructed and any, uh, you know, any attempt at meaning is just, you know, ridiculous. So, uh, transcendent meaning for sure. Uh, so, there you go. That welcome to this unbelievably um, rich and tragic human history. Uh, that all comes from this realization that somebody had when they looked at their reflection in the pool and said, I am, uh, you know, I am, and therefore I am vulnerable. Yeah. Therefore I am going to die. And that kicks off this whole cascade of human beings trying to deal with that and still are. That's what do you think? Yeah, no, I think, I mean, it's, I love I love the topic because it's just relevant to every single person a lot. You know, it's like it's inescapably relevant. And I like this progression from like the priest to the doctor to the death doula to I mean, I think what I what I get out of what you're saying is the next level, I mean, there will still be professionals and guides that will be operating on all the different levels, but but it'll be more like will each have that sense of meaning endogenously and won't necessarily need it's like we can have the conviction that comes from the priest but without the priest and the whole like complicated edifice of religion but i i think back a lot you know i read martin luther king some of his essays again recently and it was i think it was a letter from birmingham jail and we, we may have talked about this recently but i'm just so moved like martin luther king and Gandhi is very similar, you know, to my heroes. They have a very literal faith. You know, they're not they're not stuck in the traditional world. They're like operating very effectively in the modern world, and they have these beliefs that are way ahead of their times in terms of you know post modernity, inclusion, and equality. But but he is he's talking about, and I I think he's dead serious. He's in Birmingham jail, and he's like, this is part of God's plan, and God is going to take care of me. And that level of conviction that both of these teachers of mine, these mentors of mine had, uh, I think it's inseparable from what they were able to do, you know? Yeah. And uh, I want to do similar things and I do not have that. Yeah. I do not at all. You know, I'm just so, I just grew up so orange. <laughs> and, and so to me, I'm like, oh, that's really cute. You know, but I'm just like, I, I don't have access to that power. <laughs> You know, like those people have this incredible power that comes from 
that conviction and there's no irony in it. No, and I, no. and I hope that in what you're talking about in the integral way, we can get back to that level of just not just intellectually knowing that we're part of this greater whole, but actually feeling it that, you know, on, on psychedelics, I've, I've had glimpses of that feeling, but, um, it's like not normal. Yeah. 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 No, right on. I, 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 I'm with you. Uh, you know, we probably won't. And I, and I'm not sure either of them did, um, in the sense of, you know, a fundamentalist believing that their religion is the only religion and so forth. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, both of them sort of were, grew up in, in, in their, in the, Martin Luther King grew up in the South and then was educated in the North. Gandhi grew up in India and then was educated, went to, you know, came back. Uh, there's, so they got modernity installed. Yeah. But the, the traditional liquid space of, um, religion was already there too. And so they're in some ways, um, I think really examples of one of the ways that we can actually, you know, keep the religion of our childhood if we had one and, and light it up, uh, in a way where you feel the, you know, God's hand, you know, in, in everything. And, um, I, I uh, you know, it's some people are never going to be able to do God in, you know, it's too loaded of a term. It's, you know, but uh, a loving intelligence, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm still working on it myself because I can't go back to my fundamentalist religion. And I, you know, Buddhist doctrine, uh, very illuminating, uh, but I'm not going to really go there. I, I know people in the interval world who do, they want to work in one tradition. And they can, they, you know, they can see that there's a, you know, a traditional Christianity. There's even a modern Christianity in a sense. It's, it's the search for the historic Jesus. There's a postmodern Christianity. There's an integral Christianity. Fair enough. I'm looking personally for a new religion that just is emergence itself. It's like, fuck, you know, this not only is this the big bang, like a jaw dropper. Okay. <laughs> but so is every moment. Because it's still banging, there's still it's still going forward, and there's some religion in there that um, you know it, it'll, it'll we'll find it in nature, we'll find it in the spirit world. Maybe there is this interdimensionality where they're the aliens. You know, I don't know, uh, but the you know I'm where I'm at in my path. What can I tell you? But at least. I'm not an atheist materialist anymore. And that's, that's a relief. At least, <laughs> at least I am none of my previous selves. Yes. 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 Isn't that a relief? Yeah. Yeah. And then you can go back and, you know, encounter your previous selves and see what they knew that you don't now, but you got to, you might have forgot. There's, you know, that's the, you know, you and I talked, uh, about the education of children, uh, and you know, there, there's this, children are born into the magical world. You know, they're happy to move into the mythical world, and then they, you know, want to be good girls. You know, boy, you know, you can see the trajectory that children take, and then they move into the scientific world, and they take eighth grade science class, and they lose all of the enchantment. That we could maybe. 
maybe we could do that differently, where we can keep and continue to uh, valorize magic and just make it more sophisticated, or I don't know what, with kids, so that we don't just present them with this then scientific worldview that uh, we think is just sort of the natural trajectory. Those of us who are modern, where we eventually lose your religion, of course. Um, maybe you don't. I don't know. Would we do that differently with kids? Yeah, so I think we could do it. We could do a whole other one on these different educational philosophies. Um, I've got I've got some friends in the unschooling movement that would be fun to talk about, and then maybe I'll yeah. catch up with them, and we can we can go deep into deep I'd into that. I'd fun. love to. Unschooling, I that rings a bell. I I like the concept. Uh, yeah. Okay. You know. well, that's that's my homework assignment. I'll try and come back to you next week with that. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks, well, Jeff. Awkward delight. What more needs to be said? Uh, <laughs> it's a delightful conversation. And I'm so glad we got this topic of death figured out. You know, yeah. Was, we, we somebody, put it to, yeah, it's basically the topic it. is on its deathbed. We just, we'll, we'll put it to rest. <laughs> All right, man. Well, have a good time at the dentist and we'll see you next week. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks, folks, for listening. This is Jeff Salzman signing off. See you at the next Daily Evolver.